Thanks for tuning in to the Brooks Free Library podcast. My name is Emily Milan. I'm the assistant director here at Brooks, and I'll be hosting the Know Your Town series. The Know Your Town podcast series is a cooperative effort of the Brooks Free Library and the Town of Harwich Voter Information Committee. We invited the heads of each town department to join us to answer some questions about operations, how COVID impacted their workflow, budget questions, and just general information that would be helpful for the public to know. So grab your coffee and settle in. We'll be back in just a moment with today's guest. Welcome back, podcast listeners. Today we welcome Sheila House, the Director of Harwich Youth Services. Thanks for joining me today, Sheila. I'm so glad to be here. So before we dive into the questions that the committee posed, um, can you give us a little bit of background about yourself? Sure. Um, I'm a, a, a master's level uh, licensed mental health counselor, um, attended the University of Vermont, where I got my degree, and um, and I've been practicing uh, therapy uh, probably for 25 plus years now. Um, the, the town of Harwich uh, created this position in 2000, right after I had moved from Vermont to the Cape, and um, I was so excited to uh, apply for it and, and so lucky to get the job. So I've been here for 21 years. That's fantastic. Um, so I know from your title and from looking at the Youth and Family Services webpage um, that your primary role is to provide support, counseling, and resources uh, for children and families in Harwich. Can you tell us a little bit more about what you do and then specifically how your role was impacted by COVID. I know that in our pre-interview discussion, you and I talked a little bit about access and equity, and that's something that really came up a lot during the pandemic. We discussed it a lot at the library in terms of um, digital access and equity, but you posed you know, a really interesting, um, some really interesting thoughts about how your profession and your role in the town was impacted by COVID. So I'd like to learn a little bit more about that. Sure, sure. Um, so the the way that people generally access my services um, or the services of the department would be uh, either through the schools or through the town. Um, in the beginning of, of my tenure, I got mostly referrals from the school, some from the courts, if kids were court involved. Um, and now, 21 years later, it seems to be friends of friends, you know, will contact me, parents, parents um, who are friends with other parents whose kids I've seen, and also still through the schools. The schools are probably my biggest collaborator um, at this point. So um, that's how they can get and to see me, anybody that is a Harwich resident, the, the service is free. Um, it's short-term counseling at six to 10 weeks. Although if I have room in my caseload, it can be extended. Um, there are kids that I have actually mentored on and off over the years, you know, over like a five-year period of time. Um, so, um, so that, that's how that's on. And then um, the other pe- the other part of my job is, in my collaborations with other groups is doing things like trainings for kids up at the school, uh, going into classes and talking about subjects, doing suicide prevention trainings, things like that. So uh, it's probably about 60% counseling and 40% the other uh, non-clinical work. Um, 
during COVID, uh, the biggest challenge was that I had to go all to a virtual format, which everybody, of course, did. And um, I'm currently in that holding pattern. Although when the weather gets warmer, uh, there are places I can meet kids outside, which is nice because it's always better face to face. If a, if a child does not live in the town of Harwich, I have a list of resources that they can uh, utilize as far as uh, counselors from other agencies uh, throughout the area. So, um, you know, any parent in the Monomoy school system is welcome to call me and, and try to get that information. So as I said earlier, right now it's, you know, it's teletherapy. Actually kids are more used to being on computers than I am. So it's been a, a better adjustment for them. I think uh, I can't wait to be back to face to face, but um, that's what we have to do right now to be safe. I don't know if that yeah, did that answer your question. I think, I think it did. I think you made a good point too, about how the kids have been able to adapt a little bit faster as digital natives. They've grown up with this technology and, um, maybe a maybe a little bit easier for them in terms of the transition to these online platforms yes although they would prefer to be face to face themselves because there's a lot of stuff that i can do in my office that i can't do uh over over the internet you know a lot of um i have a lot of art supplies and um you know things like that hands-on things that we do with kids so um that's harder to do over the internet although not impossible Absolutely. We're learning a lot of things are not impossible, but not ideal yeah. in this situation either. Yeah. Well, you mentioned outreach as one function of your um, your mission or your role in the town. And I know from past experience that you work closely with the Council on Aging and Community Center to host a multi-generational program, um, as well as some other things. You mentioned outreach with the schools as well. Can you tell us a little bit more about collaborations with other departments? Sure. Actually, the uh, the COA program, which is called Girl Power, um, we're in the process right now of um, uh, trying to expand that program. Uh, we're going to be writing a grant. I'm doing it with uh, Behavioral Health Innovators, and a couple of other nonprofits in town are interested in partnering as well to expand the program so that it's uh, running concurrently in um, third grade, sixth grade, and 10th grade. Um, Because, you know, girls need support, you know, across the spectrum, of course. Um, So that's pretty exciting that we're going to be getting into that. We're hoping to resume the third grade program that we've been doing for years um, this fall, if it's safe, so in person. Uh, If not, I've had some training with the school nurse at the elementary school, uh, both the school nurses, about doing some kind of a, um, an online after-school program. Uh, some of my other collaborations are, I am the secretary for the Harwich Children's Fund, which used to be called Friends of Harwich Youth. And what we try to do is fill in gaps uh, for families in need, um, our, our biggest um sort of event of the year is getting uh, winter clothing, outerwear, boots, and things like that for kids that need them once it starts to get cold out. And then um, uh, a holiday gift drive uh, where we all go out shopping. And and there's a lot of amazing people on that with that group, um, mostly retired teachers and community members. So um, we've been filling in a lot of gaps there. We also have a 
pretty comprehensive resource list of places that people can go for like fuel assistance, rental assistance, um, things like that, that we can't provide. But our website is uh, www.harwichchildrensfund.com and, um, and families can certainly take a look at that. Um, I'm also um, on the prevention working group for the Barnesville County Regional Substance Abuse Commission, which uh, we're doing some work there around um, prevention efforts so that, you know, you can get teens early so that they don't develop a problem as they get older. Um, that's a great group of people. And, um, and also the Cape and Island Suicide Prevention Coalition, I attend their meetings um, when I can fit it in. A lot of these meetings are in the afternoon and that's prime counseling time. So, you know, I, I, I try to make as many meetings as I can in the afternoon. And there's several other groups I'm, I'm involved with, but um, it sort of covers everything from, uh, you know, finding, finding food sources and clothing and um, just the basic needs that people should have. Absolutely. Well, it sounds like you have some great collaboration and support it's amazing. Um, from, yeah. the, from other departments and other outside agencies and the school system as well. But you're essentially a one woman show. I, I am. You are, the, <laughs> you are the only person working in um, the Youth and Family Services Department. So um, I'll use that as a lead in to our next question, which is regards to, you know, your financials, your annual budget for the department. So can you tell us a little bit about yeah, that? Yeah, sure. Do you want dollar amounts or? You can give that information in whatever way okay. you think is uh, most useful for our listeners. So the, the budget um, for FY21 uh, was $99,739 and 55 cents. And um, so that's a combination of salary, uh, things like um, uh, office supplies. Uh, I have to have a clinical supervisor because my uh, boss for the town is the town administrator who doesn't have clinical expertise. So when this position was created, they you know wanted me to have somebody that I check in with on a regular basis um, for clinical supervision. Uh, which is always helpful because uh, most therapists out there in therapy land are are doing that with their peers. So, um, you know, it's just a way to to run cases by people and uh, anonymously, of course, you know, without giving information. But um, it's very helpful. And um, also sometimes a clinical supervisor has information about some kind of specialty like eating disorders or, um, you know, a new substance use place that opened up that I don't know about, you know, uh, always good to get that information. And then, um, you know, things like a cell phone that you have to have and um, <clears throat> uh, dues to professional organizations. Um, and I, I have workshops, I have to take a, a lot of training to keep my license. So that's what all that covers. Okay. And also, well, that was a great, I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. I, I, you know, because I'm also the administrator and do all the secretarial stuff, I need supplies for that. So. <laughs> but that all sounds pretty basic and makes sense. I can see how it all fits into um, your mission and, and what you do. Thank you for providing that. Overview. Absolutely. Um, so the final question that the committee posed um, was in regards to how residents can stay informed and or be involved in your department. And you've given us some good resources already in terms of 
um, your website and the website for the Harwich Children's Fund. So I'll make sure that I link all of that in the show notes so people can access that. And I would imagine that with the private nature and HIPAA considerations, there are no volunteer positions in terms of the clinical work that you do. But in terms of outreach or support, are there ways that residents can get involved or support your work? Absolutely. Um, So Harwich Youth Services Committee is the committee in the town that supports my position with the town, as well as some of the things that we've done are um, we've done middle school socials. So when we can get back to doing those, oh my God, those are so much fun. There's like 75 to hundred kids just running around like just puppies. They're so adorable. And um, we always need volunteers for things like that, for events. Um, we, I think that there's an opening on the committee right now. So um, if anybody wants to join, we're, it's a minimum of five people and a maximum of seven. And uh, always looking for uh, people that want to join. I know a lot of parents are interested in that kind of thing because they really want safe activities for their kids to engage in, especially at that critical middle middle school age where they might start trying to, you know, take risks and uh, do things they shouldn't be doing. Um, so Harvest Youth Services Committee is, they can find that on the town website. Um, some and Harwich Children's Fund. Uh, sometimes we need shoppers during the holidays, or we might need volunteers to once we can start, um, you know, making appearances at public events again, like the Cranberry Festival and things like that. Um, they may want to help with a table or something there. Or if anybody even has any ideas about um, about supporting youth, you know, to just give me a call. You know, I'm always available to talk or meet with people. So that's great. And your contact information is on the youth and family services webpage, which will be in the Yeah, it's, it's also on my on the there's a, a youth counselor uh, web, uh, you know, town web page as well. There's probably more. There's more up to date information on that page. And and there's um, a lot of great links to things like uh, the teenage brain and why it's so important for them to, you know, not use early, not use substances early and um, just great resources on that page. Yeah, I'm looking at that right now. There's lots of resources for um, kids of all ages and for families in general. So that's fantastic information. We'll make sure that we link to that um, in the notes. I just want to give a quick plug to the um, middle school socials, because in the past I have volunteered to help um chaperone or oversee some of those and they really are a lot of fun and it's a great way um, to be involved the kids are always really excited and it's just a neat opportunity to be out in the community helping um, the youth of Harwich so Sheila thank you so much for all you do Um, yeah thank you I I, thanks for uh, letting us uh, get this information out I'm the luckiest person in the world because I get to work with teenagers so um, it's just a great job <laughs> oh, Good I wanna, we're happy. And I want to plug here. one thing, which is the Family Fun Fair, which is happening uh, Saturday, April 10th from 10 to noon. And it's a drive through event. It's usually a in person event because of COVID, it's drive through. And it's going to be at the uh, Monomoy High School uh, in the front loop. And you just go in, and as you drive through, the, there'll be all these tables that have 
really amazing nonprofits that support families in um, in our area. And they'll be giving out information and brochures and little take-home activities for families. So um, you may there may end up being a line. You may end up having to uh, you know wait it out at the community center. The police are going to arrange all that, but it's going to be really fun. And everybody's going to be dressed up like um, in very interesting costumes and things. So. <laughs> That It'll sounds like great. a blast. I'll make sure I get all of those details from you and we'll include that in the Thank notes you. as well. Thanks for listening to this segment of the Know Your Town series. We hope you enjoyed it and learned a little something new in the process. Visit the links in the show notes for more information on the resources discussed in each episode and to sign up for alerts via the Civic Ready Alert system. If you're considering joining a town board or committee, we hope you'll visit the Voter Information Committee page on the Town of Harwich website where you'll find a list of current vacancies and information on how to apply. Thanks for listening and take care, everyone.